It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. One thing everybody has learned by now is that the Republicans occupying the White House and running the U.S. Senate are not interested in progress. They're interested in power. They've shown themselves willing to kick millions off their health insurance and eliminate pre-existing condition protections for millions more, even in the middle of this public health crisis, even as they're willing to spend a trillion dollars on tax cuts for the wealthy. They've given polluters unlimited power to poison our air and our water and denied the science of climate change, just as they denied the science of pandemics. Repeatedly, they've disregarded American principles of rule of law and voting rights and transparency, basic norms that previous administrations observed regardless of party, principles that are the bedrock of our democracy. So our country's future hangs on this election, and it won't be easy. The other side has a massive war chest. The other side has a propaganda network with little regard for the truth. On the other hand, pandemics have a way of cutting through a lot of noise and spin to remind us of what is real and what is important. This crisis has reminded us that government matters. It's reminded us that good government matters, that facts and science matter, that the rule of law matters, that having leaders who are informed and honest and seek to bring people together rather than drive them apart Those kind of leaders matter. In other words, elections matter. Right now, we need Americans of goodwill to unite in a great awakening against a politics that too often has been characterized by corruption, carelessness, self-dealing, disinformation, ignorance, and just plain meanness. And to change that, we need Americans of all political stripes to get involved in our politics and our public life like never before. For those of us who believe in building a more just, more generous, more democratic America, where everybody has a fair shot at opportunity, for those of us who believe in a government that cares about the many and not just the few, for those of us who love this country and are willing to do our part to make sure it lives up to its highest ideals. Now's the time to fight for what we believe in. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. That was the former president of the United States, Barack Obama, with a call to action. Is anybody listening? We're going to find out. 
Good afternoon, everyone in America and around the world. This is All You Need to Know Radio, and I am your host, John Hollywood. People all my life have doubted me. They Then came the success of my first company at 19 years old. Now I've been on the radio for over 18 years with two different number one shows. Luckily, we have been blessed that way. Now I'm being asked, what is next? My response was very easy. In the words of the iconic Madonna, I want to rule the world. I want to do it in a different way, however. I want to educate the world with the truth where our country is right now. I am ready for the challenge. The question is, do you want to come along for the journey of your life with me? We shall see as All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. hearing me? Huh. Why can you not hear me? Can everybody, almost, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. I have this new headset and I can't tell. Now I just figured out why I couldn't tell. (laughs) We are live on Instagram right now, guys. Welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. And I'm your host, John Hollywood. We have our constitutional scholar and lawyer of Mason's here. Almost Warridge from Warridge and Nunn. Almost tell everyone about your law firm. Yes, sir, and thanks for the plug. My name is Almost Warrench. I'm an attorney. Um, I work at a law firm called Warrench and Nunn in Dallas with my partner, Hunter Nunn. We do a variety of practice areas, mostly to do with civil. We um, do civil litigation regarding real estate. We do transactions regarding real estate. We do civil litigation regarding personal injury claims and wrongful death claims, and we also do general civil litigation and business transactions and business formations. I can be reached at 972-863-9592, and my website is warrantnun.com, W-A-R-A-N-C-H-N-U-N-N.com. That's right, guys. So that's uh, uh, Warwick and Nun. They're on Instagram, I believe also on Facebook. 
In fact, I know they are. Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all that stuff. All right. We've got you on social media. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke between us. Just nobody really understands it. Guys, we're live on Instagram right now. I'll go to All You Need to Know Radio on Instagram, and I'm waving at you. I've got my brand-new headset on. It's so cool. It's, it's like a red and black, and it lights up. And How does it sound, though, is what I need to know. Does it sound good? Do I, I don't sound like I'm in a well or anything. Um, it sounds fine to me, sir. I can't really tell the difference, honestly. Oh, good. Okay, good. Well, I have my hands free, so I can do everything. Okay, guys. Well, welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. Our show sponsor tonight is Warward Janun. And if you need any legal help, just like almost was saying right now, there's a law firm to call. They do it all. And uh, they're really uh, amazing in the courtroom, and they're bulldogs outside the courtroom, too. And they will make sure you, that your uh, honor and uh, rights, legal rights, are upheld. And no one will take advantage of you because that's what happens a lot of times in legal cases that I've seen in the past. You've seen that too, right, almost? Yes, I have. I mean it's it's a relatively common thing in litigation and in transactions that effective representation from the beginning solves pro- – will obviate the need for more serious problems in the future. Exactly. Yes, that's very true. Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. really need to understand that you only get, you know, in, in some cases, one shot at the. That is usually the case. There's a, I mean, we can, I can get into the formalities of the thing. There's a legal doctrine called race judicata, which um, basically stands for the proposition that um, you cannot take more than one bite at the legal apple. So if you sue someone on a breach of contract and you lose, you can't sue them again. Hello? Um, John, I don't know if you're still there, but I cannot hear you. I'm going to call back in. I'm Hollywood. This is almost orange. I don't know. Every moment 
about my new headset and I thought it was going to go great and then I tell you what <laughs> let's talk about Spectrum right now and how awful of service that they provide if you have Spectrum internet you should throw it in the trash they are awful they've been out to my house 16 times in the last year and every time they leave they tell me the same crap and all they do is charge me they never credit my account and I'm so over it right now with everything else that's going on that uh I just had to get that off my chest. Do you, have you ever had, had any dealings with them? What kind of legal action can I take against these people almost? Because they're, they're hurting, that is a, hurting our credibility. That is a horrifically care. complex question, John, and it sounds like it should we'll be have simple, but it's not. Okay. Um, and the, the, the answer to your question is you can theoretically institute an arbitration based upon your agreement with – spectrum. Now, you may disagree that your claim is subject to arbitration, 
but my understanding, based on my experience, is that somewhere in the multiple mazes of terms that you theoretically agreed to when you agreed to accept internet service with Spectrum or telephone service or whatever, you also agreed to binding arbitration and the waiver of your rights to a civil jury trial. Um, I have several opinions. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I have several opinions about whether or not that should be legal. But the fact of the matter is, it is legal under the right. president of the United States Supreme Court. Um, and so and you cannot – to the Supreme Court, don't we? Um, except it's, it's not just yes and no, but if you look at American legal history, I mean the, the right to sue – under contract and the Seventh Amendment of the United States Constitution has been slowly whittled away by these arbitration clauses um, since the 1930s. So yes, the ultimate remedy is likely um, a repeal of the Federal Arbitration Act or a significant amendment to the Federal Arbitration Act because, yeah, we could get liberal Supreme Court justices and have a change in the interpretation of the current existing law, but really the better remedy would be Congress changing the Federal Arbitration Act to make it clear that it shouldn't apply to an adhesion contract between a sophisticated business and a consumer. That's not what – if you look – okay, this is kind of a pet issue of mine. You asked me a complicated question that I know a lot about because I like the issue. <laughs> awesome. Um, no, I really like I'm – I'm enjoying what you're yeah. saying because I'm actually learning. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, as you're aware, when there's a typical dispute over a contract, an agreement – so what is a contract? A contract is an agreement where there's – you know, I give you something, you give me something, and we agree. Typically, when there's a breach of that agreement, um, the, the remedy is a lawsuit for breach of contract or for unjust enrichment. The Seventh Amendment to the United States Constitution guarantees the right to a civil jury trial for any controversy exceeding $20. Therefore, under a basic kind of principle of law, it would make sense that if you have a dispute with Spectrum or with AT&T or whomever um, that exceeds $20, you would have the legal right to file a lawsuit against them and request a trial by jury. But everybody hates their phone company. Everybody hates their credit card company, and part of the reason why people hate them so much is they, they get away with murder in that they breach their agreements. They, they typically make well, – I'm making a, a big picture. Yes, sir. Sixteen times in one year. I mean that's ridiculous. And right, what's and so what is the basic is agreement? John, John paid, what is the basic agreement? The basic agreement is you pay them money, and they provide right. you working internet service. Which they're right? not doing. Yes, sir. Exactly. So they're in breach. Okay. And is it worth more than $20? You paid them more than $20 under that contract? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go. Therefore, All right. under well, a you basic... know what? We're going to visit this app off air because I'm over this. Yeah. Uh, seriously. It, 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 it gets more, really complicated. 
what it I, gets I really complicated, but let me, let me just get to, if you don't mind, let me get to my conclusion, Absolutely, which is essentially, yes, yeah, which is essentially that the federal law allows these companies to get away with breaches of contract because it is not economically feasible for people in your situation to file a private arbitration against them. So they end up getting away with murder, which is why everybody hates it. And the correct remedy here is that the federal government, the Congress, should pass a new law. But they're not going to do that because they take legal bribes from the telecom industry, both the Democrats and the Republicans. Yes, sir. Now, you're, mm-hmm. it, I, I do want to talk about this more off air, but I just want to say this just because I don't want to hurt my legal uh, position. Spectrum, you guys really need to check on your customer service 16 times out to a, 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 a customer's house, and you still don't have a resolve. But then I feel stupid because I should have already left them after like the second or third time. I mean, there are companies that make mistakes, but give me a break. It's 16 times. Well, but to your point, sir, there's, there's a problem with competition in the telecom marketplace. And, you know, I don't know exactly what you can get at exactly your home, but where I live, I have two choices and two choices only, Spectrum and AT&T. Now, I have AT&T, not Spectrum, and they do okay, but I still have some problems with them, but there's no competition in the marketplace. It's not true capitalism. You see what I'm saying? Are you telling me I need to start a cable company uh, almost? I, I'm telling you that it's almost impossible to do so unless you have $100 million. Yes, sir. Well, I don't mm-hmm. see any around, but I do know friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of just trying to laugh at this because uh, Let's talk actually, about politics, I was John. looking on their website, and it says that they just had an outage. One of their transformers crashed or something, so that's going to be – There you go. You tell me if I'm legally right here that that would be uh, something that they would not be liable for because that would be – what's it called? It's under a contract if you – not well, Theoretically, man, that would be called something like a frustration of purpose or impracticability of yes. performance or something like that. Yes, sir. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Spectrum, that's enough airtime, but you guys need to work on your customer service, please. Now, to this uh, – <laughs> Indulgenous, if that's a good word, egotistical, uh, no character, no passion, no no truthfulness, no honor, no character. Those are not things you normally talk about when you talk about the president of the United States of America. However, sadly, that is what we are stuck with in the White House currently, and it is just – it is beyond sad, beyond ridiculous – and, uh, you know, Donald Trump, we're talking about the coronavirus and everybody that is basically uh, in their homes and being held captive pretty much in jail. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. It's uh, We can't live our lives, and Donald Trump is out there crying that he's presidential harassment. I'm going to throw up in my mouth. The guy just doesn't understand basic human being feelings. I mean, he is just mm-hmm. – I, I just have no – I, I don't know how to diagnose this guy besides the fact that he just needs to go. <laughs> I mean, because of him, over 60,000 Americans are dead, and he could have done something back in November. He could not have stopped this because it wasn't going to be stopped. 
but he could have done something to where he could have warned America. He could have ta- uh, you know, prepared the hospital so that everybody would be ready for, for patients that were going to be incoming. Instead of he turned it into politics and said mm-hmm. that it was a democratic hoax. Well, that democratic hoax, my friends, has killed over 60,000 Americans and 120,000 worldwide. It's just – it's awful. So then it even gets worse <laughs> when he gets in front of the television. The guy just loses all sense of reality and goes back into his lollipop land in Oopaloopa land, and he starts just talking about the craziest ass shit I've ever heard of in my life. And every once in a while, like the thing with injecting your – we'll take a body. I mean he's looking at Dr. Burke. And Dr. Burke is a well-known doctor and scientist that should have stood up and said, no, sir, if you inject yourself with a chemical cleaner, you will die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. President, you can't say that. <laughs> I, do you know if two people have died now? But I don't – I, I have heard that. I, I, can, can I respond briefly because I have quite a bit Absolutely. to say about this? Sure can. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think – that you're 100% correct, and I agree with your assessment of the situation. I would only – my only disagreement is that I think you're underestimating the number of people who have died. Um, and I think you know there was news that came out this afternoon. Great Britain um, is significantly increasing its um, formal death toll, and there was news that came out – I believe it was – Earlier this week, or maybe over the weekend, that um, the first death of uh, in the United States in California occurred several months before had been previously reported, and um, my suspicion. Oh, absolutely. And the yeah, is, and, is and so basically, there, my point no is a bunch of people are dying. Yeah, course, there's no way, and and, th- and they're lying to us about testing as well, and you know. To your point well, about Michael Pence kind of showed his hand on that the other day. Did you see that? Yeah, uh, he, he, he showed his ass is more like it. Um, <laughs> exactly. And and, and uh, you know the the administration's um, venality and banality. You know, one of the things we were talking you were talking about the mental diagnosis, the mental health of Donald Trump, and one of the, the interesting pieces of news analysis I saw on that point last week is the uh, analysis of his press conferences where he praised himself over and over and over again, 600 times or something, and he only made some sort of expression of condolences to the, to the victims like four times or something like that. I'm, I'm maybe slightly misreporting it. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was some obvious, you know, gross he was over and over saying how good a job he was doing, and he was never mentioning, I'm so sorry, you Americans who are hurting and dying and sick in this time of crisis. He's never once talked about these low-wage workers who, you know, we may have the largest unemployment situation globally than has ever been seen. Absolutely. It was estimated today – the 1.6 billion people with a B globally wow. have lost their employment as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. 
I did not know it was that high. I, I just read it on the AP earlier today. In the billions. Wow. Well, let me One tell you the corona billion have lost quick. their employment. How That's crazy insane. is that? Um, it's pathetic and sad. We're the most powerful mm-hmm. country in the world, and um, we have a yeah. reality star running. Uh, he's mm-hmm. playing president on TV. That's pretty much all he's doing. Uh, I agree. Guys, if you're just and looting for his friends. No radio. Huh? And looting for his friends. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then Congress mm-hmm. is just being um, accomplices by not doing anything, in my opinion. But we'll deal with that later. Um, this mm-hmm. is All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your host, John Hollywood, and we have our uh, a, a constitutional attorney and amazing mm-hmm. uh, lo- lawyer, uh, almost Walrus. And we're talking about the state of the president of the United States, Donald John Trump, well, impeached for life. Donald John Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm actually, for me, I'm actually really scared of his mental state because he mm. can't be that heartless. Wait a minute. Yes, he can. You know, I've tried <laughs> to give this president every break. I've tried coming down on him. I've tried not calling him out because just saying, hey, we need you to succeed. But screw all of that. I mean, this guy is now people are literally dying. And mm-hmm. because he did not take any action and instead turned this into a political pawn, 61,342 people have died in America. Mm-hmm. One yeah, six million people are confirmed positive, and 123,000 have recovered. Now, mm-hmm. you never hear them t- – and that's another thing. Who is the strategy of what is going on in the White House? Because I would be focusing on the recovery numbers, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, well, I think that I've seen an increase in reporting that indicates that the person who's really in charge of strategy in the White House is Jared Kushner, and that's freaking oh, terrifying. Yeah, I, 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 I think that too because I saw him do a, a conference today, and he is like talking to a wall. I mean the only thing that I thought it, when I first saw him was I thought he was pretty good looking, but – you know, then I was like, it doesn't matter at this point. He is just like, oh, this whole situation. And then President Obama today. I think that uh, Donald Trump is about to get a dose of his own medicine. Remember the little law, one president at a time? Mm-hmm. I think from what I'm seeing, President Obama's, uh, former President Obama's uh, actions in the last few days, I think that he is going to be stepping in the limelight a lot more against Donald Trump and his administration when they lie. And he already called out Mitch McConnell earlier today when Mitch McConnell tried to say that only blue states were not going to get any stimulus money. I mean, you cannot mm-hmm. turn people's lives into a political pawn when you guys cause this. It's so sad and pathetic. I'm so embarrassed to be from this country right now. And this is such an amazing country. You, you know I like to sound optimistic. Huh? You know I like to sound optimistic notes, and I mm-hmm. am more optimistic than I was several months ago that Biden will be able to defeat Trump, and that our institution will hold, and he will be removed. Part of the reason why I have increased my confidence level 
is because I've seen real party unity from the Democrats, mm-hmm. and I've seen more of a split um, in Republican and Trump's very, very solid approval than I have in the past all over his handling of coronavirus. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, it's I really say, hard. Did you see my post? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, which one? Um, where it said, look, I'm trying to get it because I was going to read it, but I posted something about this because uh, I'm thinking just like you are. That's why we work well together. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> so we're like, just keep on, keep talking. Cause I'm going to have to look for it. Yeah, so so basically, what I was, what I'm thinking, what I'm looking at is, you recall, I sounded the alarm several times about yep. um, the 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 real real chance that. Should there be an electoral victory for Joe Biden, Donald Trump is likely to refuse to leave and to claim that it was rigged. Um, You recall he claimed that the election that he won was rigged. Um, And thankfully, Joe Biden actually said this about a week ago. He, he said that he's worried about the transition of power. I don't recall his exact quote, but he basically said what I'm saying. Um, approximately a week ago, and I, I think he's right. But I think but see, as when the more president people... is no longer the president, he has no power anymore. I mean, people physically can move his ass off the premises. I mean, theoretically, under the Constitution, even if he suspends the election, which I'm concerned he, he might try he to do. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. You know, he, theoretically, under the Constitution, if no election occurs on January 21st, he's no longer the president, and exactly. the Speaker of the House would become president. How um, awesome would that be, by the way? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't think John, that they thought about that's, that. A, that's an unrealistic scenario. It's not going to happen that way. Um, right. If he does, in fact, suspend the election, claim that the election was rigged, or something along those lines, um, I'm worried that. His complicit Senate majority and his complicit Supreme Court majority will work together to somehow legalize it, even though it's not legal. You see what I'm saying? Right. And and I and I'm afraid. But at that point, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, we'll probably have a civil war. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I don't want to be alarmist. It's possible, but, and I know you, that sounds you know, kind of crazy, but. Yeah, no, I don't want to be alarmist, but I don't think you're like crazy about warning about that. Um, no, no, no. Where? Hey, I found my post. You know, Here I, it is. Five hours ago, I put GOP already turning on Trump. You apparently can sexually assault a woman. I mean, many women. You apparently mm-hmm. can cheat on your wife, at least three of them, and one of them mm-hmm. having having your last child. You're cheating on them during the time of your son's birth. Christians would mm-hmm. vote for you and overlook your indiscretions and your sins as you keep lying to the American people every single day. However, one thing I don't think people will allow and support is murdering of the American people. And while Donald Trump mm-hmm. could not have stopped the coronavirus, he had every opportunity to prepare the U.S. and to prepare the hospitals and prepare the doctors and nurses and the healthcare people so they could take care of the, payment, uh, the patients and get ready mm-hmm. to deal with the pandemic. Instead, Donald Trump turned into some politics and called it a Democratic hoax, and this Democratic hoax people have killed over 60,000 Americans and counting, and I don't think mm-hmm. you get to be president any longer when you 
part of such part of such a chaotic nightmare for this country. And I, one of the reporters actually asked him this the other day. You know, mm-hmm. almost sixty thousand Americans have been have died on your watch. Should you even be able to run for president again? And he, he just completely went over her question. I think so, his, I think one of his responses to a question like that was something along the lines of, "I take no responsibility at all." He takes no um, responsibility for anything, right? I mean, and, it's and, like you know, I've never one of the interesting things. Like have you? I think you may be referring to some of the reporting um, that indicates that there was a campaign memorandum sent to GOP House and Senators, basically saying. Don't defend Trump on the coronavirus. It's a losing political strategy for November. Um, uh, I do remember and, that actually, and I agree yeah, with that him. was pretty widely That's reported. Um, and I, I think that you know that kind of strategy memorandum leaked in the way that it was is a strong signal to political watchers and to the White House. That the Senate and the Senate majority leader um, are willing to throw the White House under the bus to protect their Senate majority. Um, He's out, and you know, you and I have been discussing that. You and I have been discussing that that McConnell will turn on Trump when it becomes politically expedient to do so, and it seems like that may be happening. Well, Which is going to be I'm really noticing. interesting for the November election. It is. It is. Uh, mm-hmm. What I'm noticing is on my social media, I'm noticing mm-hmm. where people used to defend Trump beyond any means. I'm not seeing that anymore. I am not saying I'm not seeing diehard Trump people that are just going, oh, because I, I posted Obama was the most admired president for the whatever year in a row, and guys like, why do y'all like Obama? I mean, that's one thing you put anything about President Obama on our social media, and our social media blows up with hate or Hillary. And it's all because they're better than Trump. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just don't get why people that are very intel- smart, and most of the time I have a lot of respect for, but I just I don't get the fascination with a reality star that is a liar. He doesn't know how to run a business. He's bankrupt for at least four businesses that I know of and probably more because he's probably committed fraud, mm-hmm. bankruptcy fraud. Um, and people still think I, that I think that part of it, it is a team sports thing, and I think part of it is a psychological thing where, you know, they don't really and – and part of it's – a big part of it's the press's fault because what happens is politics – Overtakes policy, and mm-hmm. you know po- po- policy. What happens in real life with you know taxation and war and you know social safety net care and things like that is very 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 different from politics and who gets elected and Democrats versus Republicans. And you have you know the rise of cable news and CNN and things like that. Spending a ton of time on the much simpler to report upon politics, and they don't spend nearly enough. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and they don't spend any time reporting on the much more complicated to report on and challenging to understand policy because the world is complicated. And th- the fact of the matter is, is that people grow up saying, oh, I voted for Republicans my whole life. Oh, I'm a fiscal conservative. Therefore, I need to vote for a Republican. Oh, I'm a Christian. Therefore, I need to vote for a Republican. And, you know, the reality of how those Republican administrations have governed is not Christian and it's not um, favorable to the average middle class voter and it doesn't have very much to do with fiscal conservatism if you look at their record on the federal budget. So why do people vote against their self-interest? I think a huge part of it has to do with the team sport aspect of politics where it's like my team is winning. You you see it a lot when there's jokes about owning liberals, like that's a, a some sort of, you know, you, you fought against a liberal and won, you owned them. That doesn't mean anything. That means you fought for your political football team, not for the policy that you actually care about. And so your question, you know, why do people vote against their own self-interest is a really complicated one, but I think the answer has to do with psychology and team sports. I, I agree with that, but the thing is, is that we have reached a point where this president literally makes things up. And, right. you know, well, I, I did another post that said, remember when the office of the president actually meant something? And Obama <laughs> said, words matter. Yep. And that's what he said in uh, his, his uh, video release that, you know, these people are literally lying to your face and you're believing them. Some mm-hmm. of you are actually still believing these people. Why? Mm-hmm. And I just thought, I know, I don't think there should be Republican, Democrat, all this crap. We all should be Americans. We've got to stop hating so much. I mean, right. That's and, another and, thing I think you know, and we have to focus, and we have to focus on what government is really about, which is about organizing our society to help our society. That's like the purpose of politics, right? Well, but, truly, you but know, right now we don't have someone running our government. We have a clown. That is mm-hmm. pretending to play president on TV. That's just the bottom line, and he's failing at doing it. And I, I completely agree. So, so then the the question becomes from an activism perspective: How mm-hmm. do we get from here to there? How do we inform people about the the venality and the lies and the corruption? And you know, you and I are doing our part through this radio show, but to break through to a um, you know a mass market audience would require something like CNN to, to be on board with the statement, but they never will. Well, but because did you know the other day at Donald Trump's, uh, uh, he wasn't going to have a coronavirus uh, update, and then he was, and he wasn't, and then he did one yep. at five o'clock. But what he actually did. Whether you brought a bunch of CEOs from Walmart and other companies, well, everyone, uh, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, all pulled away from it. They did not cover it. Well, which was which was appropriate, and you know, I appreciate that. Absolutely. Okay, well, this is your two-minute warning, my friend. Thank you, Um, sir. Be gentle. Yes. 
Donald Trump, as you have correctly identified, and his administration and the GOP, who doesn't get nearly enough credit, are a clear and present danger to the republic. Um, there was significant new evidence that came out this week indicating that, what do you know, there was, in fact, a conspiracy between Roger Stone and WikiLeaks, um, and, and WikiLeaks was acting as a conduit of the Russian government. We also see Jared Kushner and Donald Trump politicizing the provision of protective equipment to democratic states. And that type of banal evil ported in certain aspects of the news, but it is not widely reported across the country, which I think is a failure of the Democratic Party's messaging, which is improved, but is still leaving a lot to be desired. I'm very glad that Biden said that we should be worried about the transition of power, because even though I am more optimistic about that, I remain very concerned that a Biden victory in November will result in a messy, non-peaceful transition of power, which will further erode America's standing in the world. This coronavirus outbreak pandemic is obviously terrible for the health and the economy of America, and it is fair to blame Donald Trump and the GOP for causing the disaster. He didn't cause the virus, but if you look at South Korea, they, have, they responded appropriately, and right now, April 29th, 2020, life is essentially back to normal in South Korea. It's probably not going to happen like that for America. We're probably going to be dealing with this for another year because of Trump and his administration's bad acts. And exactly. I appreciate you giving me the platform to discuss these important matters. And with that, John Hollywood and your listeners, I bid you adieu. Absolutely. Thank you, Almost. All right, guys. Welcome, so that sir. was Goodbye. Almost Woolrich with Woolrich and Nunn. He gives us as much time as he can give us every single week and gives us a legal perspective as to what is going on in this crazy country. So crazy with Britney Spears is very uh, apropos right now. We are also going to do something we don't ever do with all these uh, glitches and everything. We are going to go ahead and end our show tonight. Remember, tell everybody about us. We'll be back next week, and make sure you follow us on all our social media. We reach almost 500,000 people worldwide. We are so grateful that you're so patient with us. Guys, the coronavirus is here to stay. Don't listen to the administration. Do not listen to this lying president. Listen to your heart. Listen to common sense. I do want to let you know one good thing that is going to come out of this is PV Entertainment Group's recording artists uh, at Landward Rogues. They have, and they're in the process, they've written it, and they're in the process of recording a song to address the corona virus and how it's affecting America and everybody's state of mind and how everybody is being they have to stay they can't do anything uh, they can't do their own lives and that's sad so with that I'm John Hollywood your host 
and keep on reaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you how to live or who to love or how to make your dreams come true. That's all up to you. Good night and live from Dallas, Texas. Take care of each other. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.